6.21, and it is time now for the forecast for the AM800 Weather Center. It's brought to you by Giros and more. Dougal, happy holidays with every family meal. Receive four free desserts. McDougal, location only, same great area just across the street. All right, so we have a mix of sun and cloud, high about 2 or 36, and then tonight, partly cloudy, 40% chance of flurries, a low minus 3. Tomorrow, a sun and cloud, chance of flurries, high of 1. Thursday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries. And a high of zero. And uh, looking ahead to Friday, high will be minus one. Saturday's high minus one as well. A normal high for this time of year should be around three. Right now, minus two, 28 Fahrenheit. All right, Rusty Thompson joining us now with uh, a look at some of the headlines of uh, what is making news this morning here in Windsor-Essex and uh, and around the globe. <laughs> Hi, Rusty. We're, we're saying more regional, I think. In the yes. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. Well, you know, uh, people might be interested around the world about uh, our uh, new city council. What were there? Four new councillors? Uh, four new councillors sworn, sworn in. in uh, ward 9's Kieran McKenzie, Fabio Costanti in Ward 2, Gary uh, Koschak in uh, Ward 8, and Jim Morris in Ward 10. And uh, so the official swearing in took place last night at the Chrysler Theater. Lots of pomp and ceremony. And in his inaugural address, uh, Windsor Mayor Drew Dilkins focused on the recently announced closure of the GM plant in Oshawa. Of course, it's going to impact at least 2,500 direct jobs in that city. The question I asked myself was, what if that happened here? And I know the answer would be devastating for my community. So I think over the next four years, we have to check the things that we do. We have to make sure that everything we do is somehow leading to economic development to help diversify this economy and bring jobs here. And Dilkins is saying, like, right now, we have a pretty solid economy locally, so he feels now is the time to try and get ahead in this diversification. The economy is doing so well, most people don't really think about that. Now is the time to do it, because we know from history here that we will have peaks and valleys, and we're on the peak right now. We will get back to the valley at some point, and that's not the time to be starting to look to diversify. It's, it's too late at that time. So we need to work to make sure that we're attracting as many businesses as we can here. And in an interview mm -hmm. you guys did with him right after the GM announcement, I mean, you asked, you know, how are we right now? And he and he said, no, we're not where we should be mm. when right. it comes to diversifying the local economy, that we, we have to start looking at other ways just to, if there were to be any big impact here. Yeah, we'll talk to Drew coming up uh, at around 7.10. Maybe we'll talk a little more about that and uh, get a little more uh, specific about that. But, you know, I, I think it's good that he did come out to say that we're not there yet. I was I was kind of encouraged by that. I thought I was surprised by the answer. I thought he was going to say, yeah, you know what, we we are in a pretty good spot right now. We have diversified our economy and we're not relying just on automotive jobs anymore. So, um I think he's right. You know, you got to solve the issue before it becomes a big problem. Yeah, I mean, I think Windsor will always be one of those cities that uh, makes heavy things that if you drop them, they break your foot. But um, <laughs> there are there are other industries out there that maybe we could, you know, add to part of our economy that will help us should the auto industry, when it does take its downturns. And uh, as he mentioned, and as anybody knows, there are peaks and valleys. I, I think we should put that on the uh, welcome sign when you when you enter the city. We make heavy things that will break your foot. <laughs> we'll see where we go in the next couple of years with that. Um, yes, in LaSalle, a new mayor was sworn in. Yeah, Mark Bondi taking over from Ken Antea, who retired at the end of last term. Uh, items at the top of the new council's agenda for the include the 2019 budget and whether or not to allow retail marijuana outlets in LaSalle, of course, municipalities the clock's ticking 
They have until January 22nd to opt in or opt out of allowing retail outlet stores for uh, the sale of marijuana. There's also some uh, fresh faces around the council table in Essex. Among those sworn in last night is retired journalist Chris Vanderdolen. We've got a lot of uh, interesting projects coming our way. There's a uh, possibility of some, uh, new, some new companies uh, coming into town. And uh, we've got a new group that appears uh, very willing to work together. So that, that's a good sign. Some of the newly elected councillors in Essex, Joe Guerin, Morley Bowman and Kim Van, uh, Verbeek, uh, Sherry Bondi and Steve Bor- uh, Bjorkman are the two veteran councillors. Larry Snively is the new mayor. So it's going to be interesting to see how those personalities play out in Essex, given some of the turmoil over the last couple of times. Oh, I'm going to miss... Uh... Randy miss Fox. all the drama, Randy <laughs> and Ron McDermott and all that. That was the best, man. That was, we're not going to get anything <laughs> better than that. Uh, when it comes to putting food on the table, uh, more Ontario seniors relying on food banks. Yeah, new- I was discouraged by this. Yeah, n- a new report by the Ontario Association of Food Banks finds a 10% increase province-wide, 16% jump in Windsor. Uh, they're saying that a combination of rising costs and a fixed income is blamed for putting a lot of seniors below the poverty line. And I guess according to the food bank report, half a million people access food bank services between April of 2017 and March of 2018. Yeah, that's, that's really too bad. Well, when you think about it, that's just going to be... Uh, it's going to be more of an issue as the baby boomers get, you know, older and maybe a lot of those seniors are talking about are already uh, that particular group, right? And, and, and maybe for anyone listening, not in retirement yet, but uh, I mean, it could be a wake-up call that, mm. you know, as much as you have your pension, there there are still, you know, prices rise. And if you're not, like I said, if you're on a fixed income, maybe, you know, if you have the means to set aside more money to be mm. able to maybe try and keep that quality of life you want. Absolutely, yeah. Get on it. And our news poll question today. Uh, Well, doctors in Italy have redefined old age, uh, and they say people won't be considered elderly now until age 75. I love this story. Uh, Do you agree that 75 is the new 65? Uh, So what they're saying, the National Congress of the Italian Society of uh, Gerontology and Geriatrics, that a 65-year-old today has the physical and cognitive capacity of a 40 to 45-year-old just 30 wow. years ago. Yes. 75-year-old is uh, on par with a 55-year-old in 1980. Now, That's I thought it was great. just because we were getting older that people in their, like, 60s, early Look at Steve. He's, like, what, 60, 61? He will be 61 on December 12th. And he acts like right? he's 12. Yeah. He does. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, I don't know. I, but it's not just our, our frame of mind. It's actually true. It's proven by science it, now. Yes, <laughs> by, by the Italians. Yeah. Uh, but I, <laughs> I think that's awesome, and, and uh, I, I think it's great. Now, if we can change the term senior in North America to not include people 55 uh, plus, let's move that up a little bit. But do you want to lose that discount? I, mean, that's, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the that's risk right. you run. Now, okay, so now they're not considered, what was the word, elderly? Elderly, yeah. So See, they, elderly, I, I still don't think in the 70s, like I think my parents are in their early 70s. I don't think it was elderly. I think of my grandma, who's 102, was elderly. Yes, yes, yes. I would consider my parents seniors. Would you? But not elderly. See, my dad is turning 70 in this coming June, and I wouldn't consider him elderly. I'd consider him, yeah, he's older, but... Yeah. Would you but, consider him a senior? Ah, uh, that's, that's tough because I find he's still very, very active. Yeah. That term conjures up images of people having trouble... With a cane. ...walking, yes. Yeah. See, I see them drinking in a bush in high school when I hear oh, senior. senior. <laughs> 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 uh, well, it's all how you look at it, I guess, Michael. But I love that study. That, that they're saying that we're no... Yes. That if you hit that age, you're no longer elderly. Now, uh, see, there's some people, though, where I see 
that they are younger, but they're a little more elderly, like Mike. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, he likes his yes. early day soup. Oh, I do. I love, I love a good soup bowl and, of soup and, in the morning. And your sweater vest and your recliner. Uh, that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Rusty. We're 629. News up next with Rob here on AM 800.